Welcome to the Lug Nuts Podcast Group. It's what the Bible says. Welcome back. It's it's season two of the Lug Nuts Podcast. What did what wow whoa what does the Bible say? Not the Lug Nuts Podcast. Joined by uh, the greats, as I'll call them. <laughs> to my right, I have Kenny. Hello, hello. A little further to my right, I have Aiden. Yo, yo. Right across the table, I got good old Yosef. Yosef. Already be the Yosef coming to you live from Scandinavia. <laughs> And to my left, I have Pastor Steve. Yar, yeah, <laughs> and, uh, we're back. It's been a long, been a long while. It's been what three months, I think, since we recorded. I don't know. An you guys been busy in here, that's for sure. Been busy. We're in that's a new good. room. Um, All new room. Real quick before before we dive too far into the episode, if you want to see any of the new room improvements or things we did to get into this room, check us out on Instagram and Facebook mm. at the Lugnuts Podcast. There you go. Did we improve the looks of any of us? No. Absolutely not. No, in fact, I put on no. about 10 more pounds. So, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Problem. Just going to clarify what we're, what looks good. <laughs> the room. What just, actually yeah, just uh, the evolution room. we're devolving instead of evolving. <laughs> it's it's the room, not the people in the room. Right, we good. can even shout yeah. out we have some new hidden munchkins. We do. We have actually have an audio team now. Um, they're they're behind a wall right now in a door, but uh, we, we have we've outsourced <laughs> child um, protective services in here. That's <laughs> they're definitely not in a broom closet. <laughs> <laughs> behind a wall, <laughs> the door. Yeah, but no, they're they're uh, they volunteered. We're really grateful to have them around, and um, yeah, so it, whole new stuff going on. Like I said, season two. And Steve, go ahead and take it over. Well, um, we have been uh, some of us down in Memphis, Tennessee. Uh, past four days, five days for a conference, ACBC, Association of Certified Biblical Counselors, that I've uh, been uh, certified in. And we just uh, had a real good week of teaching and training and learning. And on the way back, we were asking each other, you know, what what was like the main takeaway from the conference? And uh, there was just a ton of information to download to the point where by the time Wednesday came, even though we liked being there, we're like, all right, we're done. So <laughs> it's so much whiting pouring into a sponge, you know, and after a while it's just like, it's all, but my takeaway was, um, the one session that ended with a challenge and the challenge was this, um, do you have enough guts? And that's, I kind of talked about this morning, the morning message to tell people the truth. Do you have enough? And, and and when I say that, I'm pointing a big fat finger at me. I'm not pointing at anybody in this room in here or anybody who's listening right now at all. Uh, it was highly convicting that in the culture that we live in today, all of the pushback and all of the unbelievable nonsense that's going on out there, that sometimes we just go silent as far as the church is concerned. So I've got a passage we're going to look at, but maybe just you guys want to interact with that thought to begin with. Have you guys thought about that before? How do you respond um, when it's interesting? We say, well, these are controversial topics. Is abortion really controversial as far as the Bible is concerned? No, it's no, pretty cut and dry, no, you know, and, but we call them controversial. So maybe from the standpoint of the culture around us. So 
Um, anybody want to play? You know, what are you thinking about when uh, you come to a topic where you know, oh, that's probably not very <laughs> user-friendly. Mm -hmm. How do you respond? What do you think about how you ought to um, address that person or persons? Yeah, no, I'll, I'll go first. I'll, I'll start off. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to work my way around. I'll get back to your question. But um, the people who are listening obviously notice that the episode title is called Truth Revisited. And that's because the first episode we ever did of this podcast, which was recorded about a year ago as of the recording of this session, um, was called What is Truth? And this this conference that I was one of the few uh, in the room who actually went to see uh, the conference. And it was just such, a, like Steve said, it was just convicting. I mean, it was just realizing that there's so much knowledge in the Bible. There's so many verses and just things that Jesus does, things that the apostles did. It's everything that show that the world that we're living in is just divulging further and further into chaos. And it's just, there's so many truths that you can find. And like Steve said, do you have the guts to tell people the truth? And and honestly, I'll, I'll take the blame. I, I don't, I have a lot of opportunities at Wendy's. I work at Wendy's now life update. Um, <laughs> but I mean, there's a lot of opportunities I have to interact with people who do not know Jesus. And I, I'm really good at sharing the love of Jesus, but I'm not great at sharing the truth of Jesus. And that's something that I really struggle with. Ooh, that's kind of deep. Oh, wow. I mm. like that. I'm good at sharing mm. the love of Jesus, but not the truth of Jesus. Mm -hmm. That's that's profound. I like that. Yeah. that. That makes a lot of sense. So, Kenny, how about you? What do you think when it comes to all the wokeness and all this stuff going on? So, there? like, I'll, I'll play off of what Nick started with. It's like I also went to the conference, and it was very just, I say beneficial and overwhelming in a good way, just the amount of information that we all got. I mean, for me, by Sunday night and Monday, I was, I was done. Just, I had no more space to put information in, but it was just, just so awesome. But I think a lot of, a lot of Christians listen to the world in the realization that there are controversial topics in quotations there's there's not a controversial topic if we if we are truly reading the bible and doing that there is no topic in the world today that is controversial mm -hmm. everything is black and white cut and dry this is right this is wrong mm -hmm. but the world taints all of that into well there's a gray area here you know like abortion it that's not a cut that's not a controversial topic that it's abortion is wrong like, like anything that has to do with transgender or anything that is that is wrong but we all don't want to get into that topic because we think oh there's going to be pushback there's they're going to you know maybe call me a name or something it's like we can't be afraid of mm -hmm. speaking the truth mm -hmm. so good Aiden anything you want to add to that <coughs> Well, sorry. <laughs> had, to, had to clear the throat first, but it's coughing season. I guess yeah, it is coughing season. Uh, I guess to me, for at least in my life and the circles I'm in, I, I work in a machine shop in area, so I actually struggle to find people who are of the woke kind of mindset. Most of it, like for me, most people I know universally would agree that abortion is not good. That you know, a lot of this stuff that you see in the world is messed up. Mm -hmm. And I think part of the struggle, too, when it comes to approaching these topics or trying to talk with people who do think 
opposite of that. Um, for example, I listen to a lot of different guys who will go out on the street and try to ask these questions in politics and whatnot. And it's shocking how many people will get um, angry or defensive, but when you ask the questions, they don't know the facts. Right. They could not tell you why they think that way outside right. of that's what the news wants to push. Right. That's what they're usually it seems like they're the minority of that mindset, but because the news pushes it so much, it seems like the whole world thinks that. Right. The reality is, is most people would agree that the, this isn't good. What mm-hmm. you see in the world isn't good. Right. And so how do you have a conversation with somebody who's just very defensive, but also couldn't quote any reasons or facts back to you? Mm-hmm. So then when you actually can approach that conversation and say, okay, outside of opinion, here's statistics. Right, right. And then they just get angry because they don't have anything to say back right. to you about it. And right. so, yeah, that's well put because that's the that's yeah. the concern. Because and I think we've talked about this before. If you want to tie people up in knots, just ask them what's your source of truth. Yeah, and they don't have one. It's opinion. It's facts. It's the social media. It's the news. It's whatever. And you ask them to drill down into it, and they they do not know why they believe what they believe. So yeah, for me, it's always been when I have encountered people who think differently than i do it's usually i won't say all of them because i but it's usually turns into a struggle of not wanting a productive conversation or to sit there and bounce why i'm not saying that i'm against listening to why somebody else's Mm -hmm. thinks that way and i hope somebody isn't against hearing why i believe what i believe Mm. the issue is it never turns into that conversation it sits there and becomes a no, I'm going to defend to the death why, right. for, with no facts or reason why I think this way. And that's not a productive conversation anymore. Yeah, yeah. I agree. Joe, how about you? Any well, thoughts? I'm going to go somewhat off of what Aiden said, not really, sort of that end part, um, where we're afraid of what the reaction will be, knowing that it could very easily turn into what Aiden was talking about with it just becoming a pointless argument that causes division i think it's a very big fear that we all have of being like the church that we see in america today Mm -hmm. where we're just we're either bringing down the hammer and being you know known as the bible thumpers or we're the other side where we're just oh that's fine you know do what you feel is right whatever forgo the bible and i think it's very easy to not find the right middle ground yeah because we do need to be forgiving too you know because ultimately we are all in sin doesn't matter if it's lying or you know abortion homosexuality whatever in god's eyes it's the same and we need to treat it that mm-hmm. way right there was and a so often people don't think about it that way that biblically speaking like Kenny and Nick said as well, there's no such thing as controversy. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if I could add, it, it is becoming a struggle for another, I've encountered this, it becomes a struggle of when you approach somebody and, well, yeah, I'm a Christian. Well, for all you know, 16 different thoughts of what a Christian looks like now go mm-hmm. through their head. Do you hate the gays? Do you, Are you pro-gay? Like, what are you as a Christian anymore? Because in the world you see so many variations of church and Christian that simply saying I'm a Christian 
you don't know what that person's thinking of you right. anymore. It could be many different things, and most of them can be not good, too. Right. 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 Yeah, that's a whole nother. You guys are going down a really good path as far as how do you engage people without ending up in World War Three. Mm-hmm. What does that look like? How do you find the middle ground? You know, I, was, I had been thinking about a series of messages concerning human sexuality, biblical manhood, biblical womanhood, um, but waiting until after this conference because – what I want to do is I want to come as I present materials, not so much what I'm against, but what I'm for. Right. What is it? And I think that's the knock on the church, but that takes us a different direction. So, mm-hmm. well, hey, let's take a look at Acts 16 as guys who got thumped a good one and just kept on going. <laughs> we could maybe title this, this, this one, the Energizer Bunny. <laughs> you just keep on going. Taking <laughs> uh-huh. a whooping for Jesus. <clears throat> so Acts 16 um, very familiar story, and it, it's a little bit longer text, so I'm going to have you guys. So, uh, Nick, you want to read verses 16 through 18. I'm going to ask you guys then to read as we go around the room. And, and it, it pretty much explains itself what's, what's going on here. Yeah, for sure. Once, as we were on our way to prayer, a slave girl met us who had a spirit by which she predicted the future. She made a large profit for her owners by fortune-telling. As she followed Paul and us, she cried out, These men who are proclaiming to you the way of salvation are the servants of the Most High God. She did this for many days. Paul was greatly annoyed, turning to the Spirit. He said, I command you in the name of Jesus Christ to come out of her, and it came out of her right away. Okay, so Paul got annoyed. Mine says troubled. But did Paul have to do that? What could he have done? Just kept going. Right. And this is one of the situations where... We talk about, am I going to get involved? This is a perfect example of, do I have enough guts to tell somebody the truth? Now, in the situation right here, she's just kind of following around. She's going to kind of force the issue here as far as that's concerned. But legitimately, they could have just kept on walking and just kept on moving. And that's what sometimes happens with us. And we see something that, I mean, and, and it's probably well known that, you know, she's a fortune telling, she's making a lot of money. And this is somebody's business. And so even then you go, well, I don't ruin this guy's business. You know? And so what do I what do I do? So can anyone read verses nineteen through twenty one for me, please? Yeah. When her owners realized that their hope of profit was gone, they seized Paul and Silas and dragged them into the marketplace to the authorities. Bringing them to be, bringing them before the chief magistrates, they said, These men were are seriously disturbing our city. They are Jews and are promoting customs that are not legal for us as Romans to adopt or practice. Okay, so, row. <laughs> All right, well, that didn't go quite as what I, I thought that was going to be as far as uh, we just thought we were going to cast this demon out and this Jesus, and that was going to be it. And again, isn't this the reason why sometimes we say, I don't get involved? Because mm-hmm. this is going in a really bad way really right. quickly as we go. So, hey, do you want to read verses 22 through... I've caught the Aiden disease. <laughs> hey, wait a second. Aiden disease. It's 22 its through 24. Skip just sign went right over to me. <laughs> yeah, verses 22 through 24, please. The crowd joined in the attack against Paul and Silas, and the magistrates ordered them to be stripped and beaten with rods. After they had been severely flogged, they were thrown into prison, and the jailer was commanded to guard them carefully. When you receive these orders, he put them in the inner cell and fastened their feet in the stocks. All right, so I don't think we have to do too much to paint a picture of this. <laughs> you talk about a whooping, you know, and, and with rods. Rods were about, oh, maybe three foot long, kind of like a dowel rod. 
I'd just like to just have somebody just whoop the tar of you with a dowel rod. Yeah. And, and then to the point of, you know, bloody you up uh, and then take you and put you in the, and it isn't that they just went to the cell. You notice which cell they went to? The inner cell. We didn't get, you know, we didn't get one on the first floor that's got, uh, got the coffee bar here. We're in the inner cell down in where really it's, it's a pretty stank place. That's where these guys are going. Right? And so do you think that would probably be enough to discourage somebody? Sure. Yeah, right. Very much so. So, all right, so Josiah, let's see uh, how these guys respond to this. Verses 25 through 28, please. Okay. About midnight, Paul and Silas were praying and singing hymns to God, and the prisoners were listening to them. Suddenly there was such a violent earthquake that the foundations of the jail were shaken, and immediately all the doors were opened, and everyone's chains came loose. When the jailer woke up and saw the doors of the prison standing open, he drew his sword and was going to kill himself since he thought the prisoners had escaped. But Paul called out in a loud voice, don't harm yourself because we're all here. All right, now, let's think about what happens. Does that scene happen if they just keep walking? No. No? It doesn't. There's somewhat relatively safe, but does any ministry happen? Mm. Mm. No. 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 What do we do when we back away from situations that we know God would have us to speak truth? What are we going to potentially miss because we opt out to say nope don't want to get involved here the opportunity to talk about jesus yeah and the, the gospel yeah the hand of god working that's kind of like pretty crazy right i mean they're sitting there paul and silas sitting there what's that like singing hymns you know everybody's kind of going what are you guys doing well paul that's a very nice beating you got there well thank you silas i kind of like the whip marks across your back too <laughs> And I doubt they're saying that, but they're sitting there singing hymns. All of a sudden, there's an earthquake, and the prison door flies open, and the chains come flying off. Dude, that's better than David Copperfield. Sorry, that's an old magician. I need to come up with a newer magician. <laughs> David Copperfield is a magician. Harry Houdini. There, you guys all know Harry, Harry Houdini. So, so, but if they don't do that, they don't ever see that. Mm-hmm. And, that and I guess, again, I'm speaking to me this morning, is that... Whenever I'm not willing to engage and be honest and faithful to God, I rob myself of an opportunity to see his power. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's exactly what's going on. So let's keep on going. Nick, we're back to you, verses 29 yeah. and 30, please. Yeah. I'm going to go deeper with that. If you, oh, go if right you, ahead, buddy. Yeah, you, anybody, gonna, you guys can hop in at any point in time. You're going to comment. Well, if you that. rob yourself of that, you've not only robbed yourself of that opportunity, but you've also robbed the other person of that opportunity to see God. Yeah that point in time yeah and yeah. isn't that part of what we are missing sometimes is the reason that we are not willing to engage the enemy because we haven't seen his power it's kind of like a it's, it's kind of like a catch-22 mm-hmm. i want to see god but i don't really want to see god because i got to do something so kenny and it's like playing on that in that circumstance we're almost playing god mm-hmm. we're almost like you know what i'm not going to do it ergo no one's going to hear about it because I don't want to say anything. Right. And you're making the choice of not sharing the gospel when, you know, the Holy Spirit is leading you in that way. So you're basically saying, nope, yep. I'm God today. Yeah. Okay. Good. So, Nick, 29 and 30 for me, please. Yeah, for sure. My mic is in the way. Here we go. But Paul called out in a loud... Oh, no, you read that already. The jailer <laughs> called for lights, rushed in, and fell down trembling before Paul and Silas. He escorted them out and said, Sirs, what must I do to be saved? Would not any one of us want to come to the point of people coming to us to say, what must I do to be saved? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
as a pastor, when's the last time I had somebody come to me and say, what must I do to be saved? Did you catch Aiden's disease? I think I did. I had to clear my throat. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Yeah. It came from me. We're sitting right next to each other. And again, none of this happens if Paul and Silas just keep on walking. All right, Kenny, let's finish it up. 31 through 34, please. They said, believe in the Lord Jesus and you will be saved, you and your household. And they spoke the word of the Lord to him along with everyone in his house. He took them to the same he took them the same hour of the night and washed and washed their wounds. Right away he and all his family were baptized. He brought them into his house, set a meal before them, and rejoiced because he had come to believe in God with with his entire household. Yeah, and so it's not only the jailer, but it's his entire family. Now, it doesn't mean that there's not any pain involved. See that's the point. I'm a I'm a pain relief kind of guy. <laughs> you know, let's just cut to the chase here. I'm a wimp, right? Let's just be like it is. And I'm not saying that we're going out and looking for a fight, but part of the message of the gospel is going to be antagonistic to some people, and there might be some pain and suffering, but there's this word joy in here. And I think that's what that joy and peace that comes when we have a chance to share the gospel and see people come to a saving knowledge of Christ. None of this happens if this girl continues to taunt them and they just keep on walking. Just, you know, say, nah, nah, we're just going to go. Because we don't want to mess up because that, that's this guy's business and they're going to get all upset and whatever. So anyway, all that to say, I just thought this was very appropriate as we start our first season two of uh, the <coughs> podcast. Is now that we talk about, you know, what is truth, we talked about launch season one we can now say we have season one since we have season two <laughs> notice how i just figured that out yeah it was pretty, like the cogs in there, was, there was just was... like a light did all of a sudden it got brighter in here or something like <laughs> but it's not like what is truth but are we willing to speak the truth and nick again man what you said that'll preach i can love people but can i tell them the truth and uh that's mm. that's the different so anyway so good job anybody else I'm going to wrap up. Um, any final thoughts as far as uh, what we talked about? I mean, I'm just going to say, I think it's so, like, Paul turns around and rebukes the spirit, right? He's like, okay, save the girl. Spirit's gone. Everything's fine. Then he gets pulled into jail, gets flogged, all that. He intended only to save the one girl. He ends up saving an entire family yeah. of people. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I mean, that's there's no other display of God than that, to me at least. Yep. Okay. Anybody else? Any other final thoughts? I guess... I would almost add a little bit to what Nick would say because if you think of the way that the Bible points out as wounds from a friend can be trusted, in a way you're saying that you are willing to love them but you're not willing to tell them the truth, well, are you really truly loving them then? Yeah, yeah. Because you're letting them be steered into a direction that's harmful for them. Mm-hmm. Mm. Mm-hmm. Good, yeah. good point. So, Well, hey, we're back. We're back. I'll be back. <laughs> For Nick, Kenny, Aiden, Josiah, Pastor Steve, don't forget, Jesus loves you and so, so do we. Talk to you later. Hey, everyone. We hope you enjoyed the episode today. If you did, you should go check out the rest of our episodes on our website at ccflugnutspodcast.com. You can also listen to us wherever you find your podcasts. Follow us on our Facebook and Instagram pages by searching the Lugnuts Podcast Group. Thanks for listening, and remember, Jesus loves you, and so do we.